And, you know, I tell people what I do helps to get your subconscious working for you as opposed to against you. Yeah. Because, you know, 95 or more percent of our brain is our subconscious. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like, you can tell yourself all day long, this pill is safe, this pill is, you know, or, like, swallowing something is going to be safe. Right. But if your subconscious has bad traumatic memories, mm-hmm. you know, it can be this, like, uphill battle struggling against that. Yeah, absolutely. Welcome to Queer Sacramento, a podcast about the lives of LGBTQ plus people, businesses, and events in and around the capital city of California, Sacramento. I'm your host, Michael Q. I'm a certified and licensed massage therapist, professional stage actor, and owner of Q's Massage Studio, body positive massage therapy, right here in the Lavender Heights district of Midtown. All right, so today I'm here with Eve Mitchell. And so first, Eve, can you tell us your pronouns? She, hers. All right, she and hers. Cool. And so Eve is the owner of A Proven Theory Holistic Health. And I want to have Eve on because, one, it's just awesome to have more healers, more queer healers on the show in our community. And so I think it's good for people that listen to the podcast to just know more about us and where we are the things that we do and so thank you yeah thank you for being on i'm excited to be on yeah, yeah thank you awesome. for having this podcast yeah i I'm, I'm loving it it's been great that everything's been great so far so so first can you tell us so we mentioned the name of your business so what exactly do you do well i do i have diverse ways that i help people right okay um the longest one is i'm a hypnotherapist and life coach which i've been doing since 2008 Mm -hmm. Um, really helping people heal at the subconscious level. Um, And I love that. In fact, people are always scared of hypnotherapy, but it's really Mm -hmm. actually very relaxing and empowering. Mm -hmm. In fact, once they try it, they're like, I should have tried that earlier. So yeah, that's what I've been doing the longest. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've also recently started offering astrology readings. Oh. Because I got into astrology so deep, even for actually for my own healing purposes, Mm -hmm. that now I've studied it so long that I've had enough feedback from people that are like, no, you should start offering this professionally. Um, So I've started offering astrology readings. Mm -hmm. Um, As well as I also sometimes offer like dance offerings. I do that like sometimes. Yeah, because I've done five rhythms dance for years which is a therapeutic healing oh, type of dance yeah. art form. So I've started like last year I did like a, what I called the queer trance dance where yeah. it was a mix of like meditative hypnotherapy and then dancing. Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, like I did it at the full moon outside at my healing center. So oh, like I'm yes. going to be bringing that back as the weather warms up. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That's awesome. I just something I've never heard of before, but that sounds so sweet <laughs> yeah you know it's funny i've brought my own personal passions now that i'm starting to offer it to other people because i've been doing them both so long and people right. are like yeah and i didn't find i mean some of the dance spaces around here are queer friendly but i really wanted one that was more focused right and like centered on um and because i feel like it's such a powerful healing modality you know and not just dancing in the clubs everybody getting drunk at night right but bringing like a therapeutic playlist and with the intention of coming together to dance in a healing way. Yeah, I love that. So. Yeah, I might have to talk to you about like some of the music that you play because I'm mm-hmm. always intrigued and in learning about 
I'm trying to always find different music to play for my studio. So yeah, and I'm always trying to find yeah. like gay artists making gay songs that are positive, yes. uplifting, yes. like yes, relationship songs and have really good messages. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes, and so that is yes an asterisk for anyone listening. Yes, if you <laughs> if you know any queer artists that sing or singing like positive yeah uplifting uplifting inspirational songs. healing music yes please email me queersacramento at gmail.com <laughs> I will spread it to everybody just so that everybody knows yeah and it's great to support you know uh, independent artists and just mm-hmm. queer artists in general so yeah cool okay cool and so so when you first got here when so I guess I'm, I'm trying to figure out your your journey of where you like in terms of your like holistic health and all that stuff like where how did all of that happen well i originally i think i got into holistic health well when i was 14 my dad had cancer okay. and he went through a mixture of like chemotherapy but also like eating better like doing a lot of you know alternative medicine ways to, and right. holistic wellness ways to treat it and right. he's still alive today even though they had said you know he had like a 50 percent chance to live wow. so that gave me like an initial like draw to it and then when my uh, first son was born he had like a bad experience in the hospital mm-hmm. and the answers the doctor gave me were very unsatisfactory right so my mom actually sent me to a holistic practitioner to get better myself when I was like I was only like 21 okay. and that made a big difference and I started getting you know better a number of health conditions I struggled with got better and then um so that was like first initial and then I started going to a spiritual metaphysical like unity church mm-hmm. in 2005 and doing a lot of classes there which led me into the power of our mind and our subconscious mind and how helpful like meditation can be and Mm -hmm. a number of different holistic modalities and then um in 2007 when i was like looking for different ways what i might want to do different career wise i found the school i went to which was a a holistic health program and in fact i originally wasn't going to be a hypnotherapist but Mm -hmm. the but when i started the school I got such benefit from it. Like it really shifted some like core things that I couldn't change otherwise. Yeah. And so that's, then it kind of became the focus of my practice. Okay. Because it was, it made such a big difference for me. Yeah. I love that. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. I, I, that's, I mean, I I love learning those things about people kind of where they end up and the reasons why. Yeah, I mean, it was it, like it made like the power of meditation and like our subconscious mind made such a big difference for me that it was like, oh, yeah, let me. And, and like I said, I was blessed to be able to go into this program that was a year long program and mm-hmm. taught me a lot of holistic wellness stuff as well as hypnotherapy, coaching. Um, and like I said, I started my practice in 2008 when I was still in Roseville. Mm-hmm. Um, was in Roseville until 2012 and I got recruited to work at a practice down here in Midtown. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. All right. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So now I want to talk a little bit about kind of what you do for a living. So one, where did the name come from of your business? Actually, it was suggested to me by an old partner. It was when I was first oh, okay. starting. Okay. And they were like, because people would think hypnotherapy was so weird. In fact, right. they, they were so scared of it. And it was like, but like, and a proven theory is almost like, an oxymoron because you can't really prove a theory like it's right. a theory like it, that was one of the things i was about to ask about like, yeah what? like you, you can't really prove it but so many things in holistic and alternative medicine or yeah we don't have the research or the studies because research and studies take tons of money mm-hmm. and you know a lot, a lot of financial access to be able to do right but a lot of times people get better even if yeah the science doesn't support it 
Yeah. I mean, it's one of the things that I think that kind of, you know, Eastern practitioners or kind of, Mm -hmm. you know, these holistic practitioners, it's Mm -hmm. one of the things that we, because I'm included in that, struggle with is people wanting facts, data. It's very kind of left-brained. Yeah. Very, you know, um, you know, like the whole idea of like the STEM schooling of like mm-hmm. science, technology, math. You yeah. Know? They really want all of the like hard evidence. And, yeah. And so I think for a lot of people, it's hard for them to grasp, you know, how to get better if it's not through like a doctor or mm-hmm. so I love that you're finding ways to help people. You're beginning to bridge that gap, even with the name. You know, a proven theory. It does. It makes people automatically question it because it kind of makes them go into their subconscious, like, well, how, what theory and how is it proven? And yeah. Like, how do you prove a theory? <laughs> like, yeah. And is it proven? Because that is the question. Like, yeah, am I going to get proven results? Right. And I'm like, okay, I can't guarantee results. Nobody can. Mm-hmm. Um, however, yeah, no, I've helped a lot of people get better. And a lot of times they don't even understand how they got better. Yeah. And they're like, well, I don't even really get how this worked, but okay, I feel better. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so do you, so although you have a number of different things you do with your practice, mm-hmm. is hypnotherapy, is that kind of the main thing that you do? Or? Yeah, I mean, it is because in fact, that's the longest thing I've done. Okay. It's the main thing. The astrology thing is new. I'm just offering that. Okay. Um, and like I said, the dance is kind of new too for me to be teaching it. I've been like a practitioner of it or dancing myself. Right. But offering it where I'm holding the space um, and, is new. And so I'm wondering about, so with hypnotherapy, I'm just, it's super fascinating because mm-hmm. I I keep going back in my brain while we're talking back to the Out of the Fair event at the, um, the Cal State Fair. Yes. And they had that one day that was, um, you know, Out of the Fair, which was a kind of... It was kind of the gay days yeah. of the fair. I was know? there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so I was there singing with the Gaiman's Chorus. And <clears throat> there, while I was there, they had this area where they had a hypnotist who mm-hmm. had like 20 people on stage. And he had them, I mean, it was really interesting. He just had them saying things or doing things and and it was interesting to see how some people were able to kind of fall asleep immediately and some people didn't it wasn't like they weren't really in it at all so Mm -hmm. he kind of excused them because they just weren't able to get into the the zone that he wanted and so it was really interesting to see how people responded to what he said about you know you know hug the person next to you and or whatever the things were you mm-hmm. know or this one he had one person chasing a balloon like the balloon was the thing they most wanted ever in their life and mm-hmm. whenever they saw this balloon they just like they were obsessed with this balloon so you know so for me there's there's the shtick of like the performance aspect of yeah. it when there's an audience and trying to make them laugh and stuff yeah. but I'm really curious about like what was it initially that made you want to get into hypnotherapy literally how it worked for me because i didn't actually want to go into hypnotherapy professionally mm-hmm. except for when i was in the program that i was in like i didn't realize that hypnotherapy was going to be such an underlying foundation of what my teacher taught and it just made such a difference for me like i used to be a major food addict and sugar addict mm-hmm. and like even though I knew it wasn't good for me, like I knew it wasn't healthy, I knew it wasn't good, but I still, you know, we just emotional stress eat. Yeah. 
And then when I did, you know, hypnotherapy for myself, all of a sudden it was just easy to not stress and emotional eat anymore. And I wasn't feeling so much anxiety, so much depression. I wasn't like struggling with a lot of like the post-traumatic stress from my life that I'd had. And I was like, wow, this is powerful. Like, and I had done, like I said, a number of healing modalities before that to work through these issues, but it just shifted some things really fast and quick. And I'm like, oh, and it wasn't like a struggle. It wasn't like, oh, I want this dessert, but I'm gonna make myself not have it. I just literally don't want it anymore. Yeah. Like it was so much easier. I was like, oh, and I don't feel so much anxiety. I don't feel like my confidence is better. Like my relationship skills are improving. Like, yeah. Okay. I love that. So who did, so how did you, did you find, like, how did you find someone who was a hypnotherapist? Like, did you just, well, like, how did, it's how funny, did, I never got hypnotherapy until I was in school for it. Yeah. Like how I was in school for it when I experienced it, but in fact, it was by other students giving it to me and my teacher giving it to oh, me. Oh, okay. And then what was the school? Like, I never did to? a program where I like went to a hypnotherapist. Like, right. Yeah. Like, so yeah, like, I want to kind of walk to, people through the process. Yeah, of, I went to so. the California Institute of the Healing Arts and Sciences. Okay which is in Rancho Cordova. My teacher that I learned from who was amazing is no longer with us. Um, So yeah, that program, and it was like I said, a year long program. And I mainly signed up for the holistic health program as a general, Mm -hmm. more the life coaching aspect. But like I said, the hypnotherapy was just so powerful part of the schooling Mm -hmm. that I was like, oh, (laughs) you know. Right. But it was scary even to advertise because in fact, I was in Roseville, a very conservative, Republican, yes. Christian area yep. of town. Yep. And in fact, the biggest question I would get when I was in practice there was, is this against God? Is this going to like uh, offend my God? Like, Of course. Um, like, I don't want to go to hell. If yeah. You, you know, and I was raised me. in a conservative Christian environment. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> it was... Um, <laughs> But like I said, it was just so powerful that it worked so much. Wow. So how old were you when you enrolled in that school? 20, 27. <laughs> okay. And then, so, and did you, and maybe you said this, but maybe I wasn't listening clearly enough. Would, did, was there like a major? Did you enroll in a specific program? I enrolled in the holistic health program. In fact, it, inclu- okay. it, was, it included <laughs> hypnotherapy, life coaching. Okay. It was like a longer program, so it was kind of the broader umbrella. Ah, okay. Okay. And you said it was through the school that you like learned about hypnotherapy? And yeah, you, I got okay. sessions from the other students, from my teacher. Okay. And so did you have like a in your program so there was a class where you learned about it yeah okay yeah Yeah. we were taught how to do it as well as experience it ourselves oh okay okay yeah and and that was when you really were like i got such great results and i was being worked on mainly by students Mm -hmm. who you know weren't like advanced practitioners right a long time so that also spoke to me like oh i can really do this because if i'm getting such healing results working with these like newbies (laughs) right like Okay. I love that. Mm-hmm. And so I think a lot of people are really interested in this idea. Like, so a lot of people, I think, have heard that hypnotherapy can use can be used with, like you mentioned, kind of um, uh, health issues or, mm-hmm. well, even related with health. So, like, you know, trying to quit smoking mm-hmm. or, you know, a number of things. So I think people are wondering, like, do you, like what happens when you are asleep like what is actually happening with yeah. your mind when you put well when someone is hypnotized so yeah it's not like a stage show thing in fact right. a lot of times cuz yeah stage show you have there are people that are more susceptible and if you're mm-hmm. going to make people do embarrassing things on a stage you know right. yeah you need to work with only a certain 
segment of the population. Right. Um, but hypnotherapy really works for most everyone as long as you're there for something you want to make, like a change you want to make. I see. And because it's private, it's much more relaxing. Basically, yeah. I have a really nice zero gravity chair that's basically just oh. a very nice chair to relax in. Yeah. You know, I put on sound healing music. Mm-hmm. In fact, I have a sound healing bowl. You get into basically a deep meditative state, but mm-hmm. you're not asleep. Like mm-hmm. most people remember everything I say afterwards. I see. Okay. Yeah, it, it's not oh, like you're knocked out. Right. You know, in fact, the way I do it, I feel like is much more consensual because the first session people normally don't get as relaxed because they're building trust with me. They're not sure if it's going to be scary. Mm-hmm. But normally I work with people over a number of sessions. And so by subsequent sessions, they go a little deeper and a little deeper. They trust it more. Mm-hmm. And all the instructions I use are really about empowering your own mind. Okay. Like, what lessons do you need to learn? What yeah. obstacles or blocks are in your way for the goal you're working on? Yeah. You know, what... Like, I basically empower what I call as your own inner wisdom. Mm-hmm. To, like, okay, you know... And the nice thing is people don't have to relive or remember, like, traumatic incidences. Mm-hmm. Like, if they have things they've blocked out, trauma-related, um, like, they can kind of work through whatever is being caused by it, but I don't have to make them go back and remember it and relive it. Mm-hmm. I can just do instructions that are like, hey, you know, work through whatever blocks or obstacles are causing that problem. Yeah, I like that. I really like that uh, because I think that, yeah, people have different ways of healing. You know, Mm -hmm. some people, I think, really want to, like, go back in time to the Remember, yeah. You know, when those things happened. And then there's some people who are like, I'm in the present. I want to be in the present. And so each day that I live, I am I'm healing myself. But I feel like Mm -hmm. this this is a part of that where you're like you're able to help that person to get in a meditative state enough to be able to not have to go back yeah they can really while they're in the state learn how to begin the process of healing yeah i mean i tell people if you really want to open up the memories i can do some instructions for that but sometimes there is a reason our mind has blocked it out right so if you don't want to we can also just yeah work through the anxiety or the depression or whatever it's causing but without making you remember right. or revisit something that, you know, could be very painful. Yeah, that's really fascinating. So can you tell people in general some kind of some of the reasons why someone would want to go see? Hey, and what do you and what do you, what is the name of the is it hypnotherapy? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So why would someone want hypnotherapy? Like what, were, what would be some of the general reasons? Yeah. I mean, the most common mm. things that a lot of people come for or associate it with is typically weight loss or quitting smoking. But it works for so many things beyond that, especially, I mean, there's different types of hypnotherapy out there. They are not all the same. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> but like the type I practice, I help people with post-traumatic stress, you know, anxiety, depression, you know, insomnia, pain relief. It can work really, you know, fears and phobias. In fact, a lot of people come for the fears and phobias. They don't even know why they have, mm-hmm. you know, fear of flying, public speaking, you know, insects, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> germs, many things. Um, yeah, and just relationship, you know, problems, mm-hmm. challenges. Yeah, it's interesting because for me, the 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 one thing for me that is a it's it's just a traumatic thing. Like for mm-hmm. me, I have like a fear of swallowing pills. Okay, and it's because I just had some things in childhood that I've almost drowned three or four times, and so okay. for me, it's just and I've, I've choked on a lot of things. I've had the Heimlich done like three mm-hmm. or four times. So for me, it's just like. It's it's like I know anatomy now, you know. Yeah. Now that I'm a massage therapist, it's like I know my left side of my brain is like, 
girl, you're fine. Like, what's happening, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's just trauma. So that's something yeah. that I would want to use it for is yeah. just to get over my fear, fear of swallowing pills. No, in fact, hypnotherapy is one of the few <clears throat> things that works for, like, unknown fears like that where you're just like, yeah, it's trauma-related and this. Yeah, no, I get a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, sometimes it's like your left brain can understand, yeah, there's nothing dangerous about swallowing a pill inherently. Right. But your subconscious is afraid of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I tell people what I do helps to get your subconscious working for you as opposed to against you. Yeah. Because, you know, 95 or more percent of our brain is our subconscious. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like, you can tell yourself all day long, this pill is safe, this pill is, you know, or, like, swallowing something is going to be safe. Right. But if your subconscious has bad traumatic memories, mm-hmm. you know, it can be this, like, uphill battle struggling against that. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to take a short break. And we'll be right back. And so let's talk about some of the other things you do. So um, what were the other kind of aspects of So I started of doing astrology readings. Okay. I'll, yeah. So, and are those, because I know that there's there's different ways to read astrology, right? Because yes. there's like tarot cards and what are the, or, well, yeah. or is that something Tarot really is different? a different thing. Astrology is looking at basically typically a person's natal chart. Which is okay. a picture of the sky on the moment they were born. Okay. So, yeah, a lot of people only know their sun sign, which mm-hmm. is where the sun was at when you are born. But there's basically, yeah, everybody has what's called a natal chart, which is basically a picture of where all the planets were when you were born. Mm-hmm. And what that imprint leaves on us. Mm-hmm. And astrology is also one of those, it doesn't logically make sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, sometimes inherently you're like, why does where the planets were the moment I was born have this big impact on my life? Mm-hmm. But I, I got into it really as just an understanding myself better. Right. Yeah, like I just went through like a bunch of trauma in 2013 and 14. And I got really deep into astrology after that just for my own understanding of myself. Mm-hmm. In fact, I felt cut off from a lot of the spiritual community I used to be part of. And so like, I don't know, there was something that was like healing about looking at the planets and where I was at and my whole natal chart and realizing like, oh, okay, I guess there's some predestination to that I feel wretched here or I'm, I have a strength here or mm-hmm. like this part of myself is just inborn, you know, and looking yeah. at that. And, and it just, I mean, when I had a natal chart reading, I was like, why do you know more about me than like therapists I've worked with or deep friends I've worked <laughs> with, like I've known for years? Like, why does this woman that like has never met me have such a deep understanding about me? And it yeah. was, you know, and... So for me, it just, yeah, it kind of brought me back to the sense of connection to the universe and seeing this grand picture. And even looking at my own family, I could be like, oh, I see why there's all this trauma and conflict in the stars, like in the planets. Mm-hmm. Like, the more you understand it. Yeah, I love that. Because I feel like, yeah, astrology is something that I feel like it's, I feel like it's either kind of, I don't think there's there's two circles. I don't think it's people either believe in it or people don't. Mm-hmm. I think it's something that for the people that, either don't believe in it or kind of like, I'm still trying to learn about it. Yeah. You know, it's still this thing, like I mentioned before, you know, the whole STEM research, it's, you know, there's, you know, the science, technology, the math, the engineering side mm-hmm. that we're also, you know, the, you know, research based, all the things, you know, so any holistic healer, there's always these other, these other pieces that we're trying to help people to understand. I feel like astrology is just one of those things. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like I said, it doesn't even make logical sense so much. In fact, my 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 um, adult son like has such a he has a problem with it because he's like, I just feel like there's no free will then, and it's predestined, and like it just kind of bothers him at like a core level, right? <laughs> um, 
but like I've just found so much like accuracy in it. Like I did a, a chart for my mom and it was funny. I was just copying and pasting different aspects of her thing and I didn't want to like my own interpretation as much. But as I was like creating it for her, I was like, mm -hmm. yeah, this is so her. Like as her daughter of my whole life, like how are these things just explaining my mom at this core level? Like it's right. so weird. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I think it's also interesting because I think people... You know, we're we're always trying to figure out kind of who we are, mm -hmm. why are we here, mm -hmm. you know, these these grand questions about our lives. Mm -hmm. And so I think finding ways to figure out that answer, I think, is always good, mm -hmm. you know. And so it's really easy for us to just kind of live day to day and kind of just forget about these these grand ideas, you mm -hmm. know, and so, but every once in a while, you know, maybe while someone's smoking weed or whatever, you know, we have these, or maybe when they're just walking in the woods, or maybe they've had a serious issue happen in their life, and so they're reflecting on the issue, there's this, there's always the idea of, like, why am I here, what am I, just, you know, just grappling or um, grappling with all of these mm -hmm. questions, you know, about yeah. our lives. And I feel like astrology definitely feels like it's one of those tools that can help people to kind of hone in a little bit more about like, okay, maybe I'm feeling this way for a number of reasons. Here yeah. are some, it's kind of, it's a, it's really a, bl a blueprint to look at and go, okay, well, this is what, this is what, you know, the stars say. So I think it's good to have that. I think it's good to have different ways to, figure out your life and kind of who you are and where you want to go. Yeah, no, and the blueprint idea is great because, yeah, it is. It's And it's not like a predestination so much. It's like, here's your strengths. Here's going to be some of your weaknesses, but what are you going to do with those? Mm -hmm. And all of the signs have their positive and negative aspects. Mm -hmm. So you could be living the more evolved version of a sign or the unevolved, you know, toxic part of it. Like, mm -hmm. And we all actually have all 12 signs in our natal chart. Like, mm -hmm. people, when they think only their sun sign, it's really, like, very limited. It's like, no. In fact, if you hate one sign or another, like, watch out. You have that in your natal chart somewhere. Mm -hmm. And that is an element of you. And you may have more planets there than you think you do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it may be a stronger yeah. component of you than you recognize. So can you, so for someone um, who, like me, who, that, who doesn't really know very much about it, I mean, I know, you know, my sign. Mm -hmm. and But I... So generally speaking, like how does astrology work? So you mentioned we have a sun sign, and then there's like a moon sign also. So yeah, there's there's basically there's... the moment you were born, it's where each planet was when you were born, from the okay. sun to the moon to Mercury to Pluto. Okay. You know, basically where were they? What sign were they in? And there's a degree point to each point where they're at. Okay. And then the mo the time you were born is important. So it is beneficial if people know their birth time. I really wish it would be easier for people to record that. And like, you right. know, because, yeah, if you know your birth time, it creates what's called your ascendant, which is mm -hmm. also called your rising sign. Okay. And that is basically, that sets up what's called the house system in astrology, okay. which is like the where in your life that's going to affect you. So, like, okay. your son could be, like, my son's in Gemini, mm -hmm. and it's in the 12th house, though, which is set up by that house system, which means it's very unconscious and subconscious. In fact, my son in the 12th house probably makes me a great hypnotherapist because it's the house of the unconscious. Ah, and the I see. In fact, your 12th house is, like, the most hard-to-access, subconscious, unconscious place of a chart. Okay. So, me talking about issues of this unconscious for a living and helping people navigate it. It's also where, you know, trauma can be held, spiritual trauma specifically. Ah, okay, um, okay. In fact, it's where we're, sometimes they say it's like the house of like ashrams, but also like imprisonment in prisons, mental hospitals. 
Uh, it's like where we're set free and connected to the whole universe, but where we're like in prison and trapped. Oh, interesting. So when I when I think about that, of course, because I do musical theater, I think about the song Aquarius from the musical Hair. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, because the song talks about how when the moon is in the seventh house and it doesn't go into all the things. But yeah. it's like, I had never understood what that meant. I was like, clearly hashish, they've been smoking hashish and they're talking about <laughs> things. And so, but there's, but it's good to know that there's different to know a little bit more idea like have an idea about what really astrology is well astrology is a deep broad source of knowledge that literally all of our ancestors have been studying a version of it mm-hmm. in fact before we had modern electricity and lights our ancestors used to just sit outside and look at the stars and the planets and they would spend a lot more time studying that night sky mm-hmm. and like yeah different cultures have all made different stories and meaning but like everybody made some sort of meaning that went along with where the planets and the sky were. Yeah. And so basically, yeah, astrology, you know, astrology and astronomy didn't used to be so divorced. Mm-hmm. But basically astrology is the making meaning of where the planets are. Okay. And how that okay. shapes. Because it can be like right now we just, you know, and, and each of us like the house systems and where it's at. And in fact, the month of January was a very heavy month. In fact, I've been hearing a lot. I don't know if people listening had a really tough time in January, but if they did... It's astrologically in the charts because oh, we basically had Pluto Saturn come together, and that hasn't happened since like 1982. Mm-hmm. And that's a really heavy, heavy time of like big shift and change and transformation and like dark, ugly stuff coming to the surface and needing to be dealt with. Yeah. Uh, wow, that's that's so fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. So yeah, yeah that's great. So so lastly, wrapping up, if there mm-hmm. if anyone's interested in learning more about kind of your business and your services, where can they find you like on social media? So yeah, the best place, like I said, my website is aproventheory.com. Um, I'm also on Facebook at aproventheory holistic health. Um, my Instagram, I have an aproventheory page. Um, so yeah, that's the best ways to follow me. Okay. Yeah, this was great. I mean, I feel like I just, there's so many things. Well, one, I mean, I, I feel like I know you because we've been a part of, you know, Facebook group for a while, one mm-hmm. that you created. So do you want to talk about the Facebook group that you created as well? Yeah, I created a group called Queer Holistic Healers of Northern California. And it's for anybody who identifies as LGBTQ plus and, and is also in the healing especially holistic healing um, field as practitioners so that we can connect and share resources, information, connect with each other. So yeah, it's a Facebook group. Um, send me a request to join. And Cool. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah, I think that's really good to know for anyone who... Yeah, and I also have... In my I have a healing center in Midtown that is available on weekends for people that want to do healing groups, workshops, events that are for the queer community. Um, yeah, so I love that. if people are looking for a space to have like especially like group workshops. There's, you know, multiple rooms inside um, to use on the weekends as well as an outdoor yard space that's in, that's enclosed. It's a beautiful garden area, so. Okay, and what's the address? It's at 18, what, why am I having a blank? <laughs> 1809 19th Street. It's on 19th and S. Okay. In Midtown. In fact, it's a beautiful purple Victorian building. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, I've seen the, the photos of it and I'm like, that. It sound, it feels very warm and welcoming. Yeah, I know it's a beautiful space. In fact, I want to make it, you know, a safe space for black and brown and queer folk and, yeah, really center marginalized people. I love uh, that. All right. Yeah. And I'll put a number of these things in the show notes as well so that if anyone's interested in 
kind of the Facebook group or, you know, the address of your business or if they're just in general, just all the things. So thank you. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, perfect. Turn me on. Absolutely.